Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Dave here again with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And we're doing a very special cinema today. We are on the way to see Fantastic Beasts and where to find them in the new J.K. Rowling Harry Potter universe thing. So because we're going to see that, we brought a very special guest today. It's our Gen Z correspondent. <laughs> is, is Gen Z a thing? Yeah, Gen Z is the next thing. Oh, that okay. I think we're millennials, technically. I think we just made it on the cusp of millennials. We're like early 80s. Um, and you're Gen, you're, yeah, you're Gen Z, Jazzy. So this is a uh, Jazzy. Um, this is Kathy's stepsister, kind of, nearly stepsister, almost yeah. stepsister, almost stepsister. So and Jazzy, what age are you? I'm seventeen. Seventeen. So this is the finger on the pulse yeah. here. <laughs> this is. So what are the kids? What are the kids on the street saying about this movie, Jazzy? I actually, Do you talk to the kids on the street? I really don't talk to the random Home. kids on the street. <laughs> <laughs> what up, G? Oh my god. This is a yeah. No, I can talk the whack. <laughs> I know my friends were very excited for the film and one of them I didn't even have to name the movie I was like guess what film I'm seeing tonight and she was like no does <laughs> <laughs> she do this is great you're making your friends jealous yeah. all over town I mean they're Where? also pretty jealous she's coming on the cinema well of course uh, oh yeah do all your friends talk about the cinema I'm of sure. course they do um, so what sort of a level of a Harry Potter fanatic are you on a scale of What's Harry Potter to uh, Gryffindor for the win? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Okay, I'm trying so to talk your lingo. <laughs> from one to ten, about fifty. Ah, nice. Wow. Okay. So five. You're five times off the scale. Yes. All right. So you're very excited about this. Very, very excited. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about this. Um, I watched the trailer about five times. Um, and to be honest, it doesn't look as great compared to the other films. Like, I hope it's good because it's like a comeback of like this whole Harry Potter thing and it's very exciting. Yeah. But I'm sort of not really expecting it to be as good. This is interesting because this is exactly what Kathy thinks. Yes. Right? And I'm, am I the only one who watched the trailers and I was like, this looks amazing. Yeah, I'm but in. You're not as. So, me and Jazzy separately and only met each other a couple of years ago both love all the books we're obsessed with them we've read them so many times I read the books before the movies were out my friends back oh before yeah, they were cool back in the day and me and Brona my best friend and long term podcast listener used to queue at midnight to buy the books so we were like hardcore Nerds. hardcore losers yeah also actually we were really cool and um, so you read all the books every, and then every time a new book would come out I'd go back and read all the old books so by the seventh book 
I was like, God, I have to go back and read all of them for a six. Wait, so let's do a multiplication here. So how many read them all a lot that of means times. you would have read the first one, what, nine times? But more, because then I just read it for fun every now and then. Wow. But interestingly, anyway, just I love the books. I'm not like, I, I like the movies. They're not a, as good as the books, but, you know, they're a good movie franchise. But this, yeah, the trailer, I was just like, mm, whatever, boring. And then I'm not a big Eddie Redmayne fan, and I never quite... I don't know. I don't know why I'm not an Eddie Redmayne fan because there's actually nothing wrong with him. And it was so funny. My mother, Linda, our um, favourite podcast guest, up to now, Jazzy, you may prove her um, not so good. That's the bench. She was in our house last week and uh, we were flicking through movies to watch and the Danish girl popped up on the screen and mum said... (laughs) I don't want to watch that. She's got a crooked nose. <laughs> we were like, what? First of all, that's a man. That's Eddie Redmayne. And secondly, just because someone oh, has a crooked nose. Yeah. yeah. I don't recognise him. Is it because of his crooked nose? Yeah. No, I need to admit, he's actually really attractive. Yeah, he is attractive. But we I were love like, his but even nose. If, if the character's a crooked nose, what's that got to do with anything? And mom was like, dead against it. Oh, so Linda now, hates yeah, movies about <laughs> crooked nosed people. So I wonder if I'm genetically predisposed to not like Eddie Redmayne. Because yes. on site, mom dismissed him. No, science. No, you're, this is you're <laughs> joking. But scientists have actually identified a gene that's a hereditary gene, which makes you hate Ed- Eddie Redmayne. Oh. Are, you, are you kidding me? Right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a fact. Um, um, and also, um, J.K. Rowling. This is her first movie script she's written. So I am interested in that part of it. Oh, she wrote this. She wrote okay. the script. Yeah, and well, shows how much I know. For the play, she wrote the story, <laughs> and originally she only wrote the books and consulted on the script. So this is that part of it's interesting to me. Okay, well, guys. Uh, I know I guess you're diehard fanatics and you're being a bit down on this but I hope it can surprise you because I'm really excited I love the look of the 1920s setting I like the cast um, I loved I, lo- I liked all the Harry Potter movies and I read a couple of the books uh, so yeah I'm I'm excited come on guys Friday night get pumped I, mean, I know yeah. the, the Americans are definitely Woo! excited they're like yes now we get we get our time for Harry Potter yeah, yeah. And oh yeah because it's in New York yeah. See, that's interesting yeah that's yeah. interesting and it looks fun because they do a thing like um, where they have like I can't remember what it was from the trailer but they have a different word for muggles do they American word so there's American magician lingo versus UK which looks kind of fun ah, and it has Colin Farrell in it which is awesome is the word like uh, foreigners no it's something like <laughs> non-magic sort of a Donald Trump and but the it. other thing is they're actually creating a series of these movies now so apparently yeah. the latter ones are going to be about Dumbledore when he was younger with them um, What's the bad one called? Grindelwald. 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 I think that's what he's called. We say we're fanatics and we can't remember now. No. Um, I don't have to spell it. I don't yeah. have to pronounce it. <laughs> so yeah, so apparently this is like the first of many of a, season, of a big series. Yeah, I read it's going to span like 19 years. This, yeah, like the like period of, in the, in the so basically it's so going to be like I know we're going to be way too old by the end of this and also it's going to be like Star Wars we're going to have Brothers. one of these for the rest of our <laughs> lives Warner Brothers really need it because they've had such a bad year have they what, what else have they like critically they've had so many flops now have they with their big superhero movies hello I shouldn't be telling oh, you this oh yeah Batman is Superman yeah. Suicide Squad mm-hmm. yeah Suicide Although, Squad wasn't good but I like Batman as a Superman oh did you yeah. oh we should have had you on for that I oh, went I didn't to the cinema that. to see it with my brother we loved it yeah oh yeah. Were, you okay. ba- were you team bats or super? Well, team Superman Team Superman? Yeah. Okay, wow. this is a whole separate podcast. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. have to <laughs> All right, bring you okay. back for that view. Bye. All Bye. right, we're going in. See you soon. You're an interesting man, Mr. Scamander. Just like your suitcase, I think there's much more to you than meets the eye. Kicked out of Hogwarts for endangering human life with a beast. 
had one of your teachers argue strongly against your expulsion. I wonder, what makes Albus Dumbledore so fond of you, Mr. Scamander? First trip to America? Yes. Must get that fixed. Okay, so we're just out of Fantastic Beasts and we found them. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, right? right? I just came up with that. Um, You've waited the entire movie to use no. that line, admit it. <laughs> just came to me. Okay, um, let's first of all say we're going to give a quick synopsis of the movie. We'll say our general thoughts about it and without spoilers, and then we'll turn on to Spoiler Street and go into deep. I've got a lot to say on, on, um, on spoilers. On spoilers. Okay. Um, but let's give a quick synopsis, I guess, for anyone who doesn't know what this is about. Um, Eddie Redmayne plays a character called Newt Scamander. Scamander, Scamander, yeah. Scamander, who um, collects... his two names are like lizards. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I hadn't noticed that. Well, Newt, I I spotted, yes. And he writes the book, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, that all the kids read in the Harry Potter books. Yes, so that's his job. He comes to New York with a briefcase full of magical creatures. The look look on Chazzy's face. I didn't know. You've just pegged it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then blah 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 they escape stuff happens and then he, he, he meets some other characters he goes to New York with the world's most stupid briefcase and it opens it's possibly a plot device 30 times in the movie so I suspect that it opens it's like I suspect this this, um, this movie may have been ruined for Kathy by this briefcase <laughs> because any time this briefcase snapped open um, Kathy Kathy like tensed up next to me <laughs> and then she kept going to me close the fucking briefcase <laughs> so um, annoying but the, it was sorry it was the Kathy it was the creatures inside are opening it yeah but Eddie Redmayne at the end had wrapped a bit of twine around it and that seemed uh, to have stopped it spoiler alert <laughs> and he also, wraps twine around it get a backpack because he put it down on the ground to do something else it's like 1920 a hundred times yeah, 1920 he's a wizard, Kathy like, this is pre concocted something <laughs> this is pre backpacks but uh, post magic concocted something that would mean that you don't every time you do anything you don't just put this most valuable of briefcases in the entire world down on the ground for and somebody o- to take every other person in the city has exactly the same yeah. briefcase anyone can pick it up <laughs> yeah, it can, can open <laughs> magical creatures can escape you can possibly like ruin the entire city no just put it down and like go ice skating okay so past this um, uh, major gripe you have with the movie yeah. what did you enjoy it oh yeah I really enjoyed it <laughs> oh great yeah <laughs> I really really enjoyed it um what I loved about it was I was like oh there's so much of the Harry Potter world that we don't know anything about we always saw it through like the view of these you know kids in a school and what this movie was amazing is that it just explored like it just expanded the world completely and we saw loads of awesome stuff that we've never seen before that's what it's such a rich world there's mm-hmm. so and, and there's history there there's decades yeah. and decades of it um, so you can explore any any time frame any location in the world and you've got this whole and plus we we haven't really explored beasts that much I guess you had they had a beast class in Hogwarts didn't they yeah. but it's just everything that was on display here was just pure uh, um, incredible imagination yeah, I loved it, it it was really cool Jazzy what do you think I was just thinking about like how J.K. Rowling just sat there sipping her tea and trying to come up with like the names for these random creatures and like, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. this one will have three pairs of wings and look like an look like half an eagle and half a lion and be named what was his name? Something beginning with F. I anyway. actually, to be honest, it I didn't catch weird. any of the names. I and can't I remember like, any of them. That's crazy. Imagine thinking of that. Did you um, enjoy it? I thought it was really good. 
yes, I was pleasantly surprised and I could, the main character was really relatable because it was the most awkward person ever. <laughs> so I was like, yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I liked, yeah, there's a lot of nice moments between him and um, the muggle or nomad character, Jacob. Um, yeah, he I really was the liked, best. The muggle was the best. I really liked their friendship. Uh, as he's getting lost. <laughs> Stick with us. Um, and follow the podcast. <laughs> Um, I don't know how much more we can say. I think we all loved it. Yeah. Um, I really just... I, I would recommend anyone go see this. I think it was a really, really fun... I was going to say summer blockbuster, but it's not. It's a winter blockbuster. Winter but blockbuster. It's, and it's, you don't need to be into Harry Potter at all to see it. No, yeah. this is just... I it's thought totally it was... totally standalone. I thought it was just joyous. I mm-hmm. absolutely had a big grin on my face for most of it. It's very sort of light-hearted. It's, there's a lot of sort of fun slapstick comedy in it, which mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Um... And and we're just turning on to Spoiler Street. Oh, we're on Spoiler yeah. Street. Here we go. So let's let's go full spoilers into the movie now. Um, so, okay. First, first of all, can we can we say Colin Farrell equals Johnny Depp was a, was that a was bit weird. Of, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so obviously that's a big secret casting. No, I, I had realised right? I'd read it and I'd forgotten it. Oh right. So and I'd wh- gone. Why would anyone cast Johnny Depp in a movie in this day and age? Um, I guess so they're building him up to, to, to be the big bad guy over no, the but next don't you think few it's such a typical Johnny Depp character I know it's so dull it's dull casting yeah I'm kind of sick of Johnny Depp's shtick as well yeah oh jeez <laughs> we got attacked by a dog <laughs> <laughs> okay a fantastic beast what no was that. happening with um, Eddie Redmayne and the female aura because I thought they were supposed to... Because, like, they had no chemistry. No. So I thought they were supposed to be, like, a Harry and Hermione kind of relationship. But then at the end, I was like, ew, are they going to kiss? Yeah, that, They I, were, like, brother and sister, and I found that really gross. That kind of came out of nowhere. It felt very forced. Yeah, Whereas, actually, the um, relationship between the other two characters, uh, yeah, the Jacob nomad. and the sister... Uh, that they was, were that, amazing, yeah. That was great, that was, actually. That was cute. so sweet. Very cute. And also, right... Um, I mean, this is, what was cool about the movie was like there was loads of magic we'd never seen before. So, firstly, the way they could just jump and like transport themselves—we don't normally see that in Harry Potter. Yes, we do. Do we? Yeah, it's apparition. But don't we normally see it looking yeah, different? Kathy. I thought visually it looked really Get different. With it. No, it's yeah, just movies. like they don't allow the students to do it. Oh, so we never see the students so doing it. We see it. like Dumbledore and people doing it because ah, he can. Okay, that explains. Oh yeah, so that's part of it because they're all adults now, so yeah. they can do what they want. Yeah. And like when Colin Farrell was like throwing lightning bolts out of his. Is. I'm sorry. Don't I, you? I, I have you, no oh idea my god! Wait, what? This is like, what happens when we've no, got a Gen. I know. So Jazzy is 17 years old. Let's just say. No, I know the name from my mum and like her obsessing over him. But who My did he play? I don't know who this person is. <laughs> he was the baddie. The, the oh, bad. okay. He turned into Johnny Depp. Okay, now we know. Yeah. He turned into Johnny Depp. Oh, well, I guess you're not Irish either, so you're not going to have that association. No, he's my bad. But he's not pretty famous. Irish. He's pretty famous. Yeah, Jeff. I know the name, but I couldn't like put the face in my head. Oh, when you guys were saying Colin oh my God. Farrell, I was like, who? You feel he so was old. really good. I thought Colin Farrell was really good. But I thought it was so cool when he was like, he was like, whipping Eddie Redmayne with like bolts of yeah. power from his yeah. wand like we've never seen anything like that in Harry Potter I totally agree I loved that they were all yeah it felt everyone felt very accomplished in this like yeah. they were just all just doing wizard shit yeah. like no just bother like Harry um, Potter. whereas you know with the, with the Harry Harry I'm so sick of Harry and his oh he had that wide eyed look do. for half of those movies all Expelliarmus Expelliarmus yeah. Yeah. Okay, don't, don't diss Harry again. okay sorry. <laughs> sorry. all he could ever do was diss Harry I actually hate Harry do you know what though I felt like this movie was missing was um, like a big baddie 
Like Voldemort always hung over every Harry Potter. Yeah, but movie. getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. You didn't know who was the big baddie. Like, there was that thing. There was something wrong, but you didn't know what it was. Like, people were accusing Newt of, like, releasing some evilness... But then we were like, oh, wait, it can't be him because, like, he's, he's our hero. Yeah, exactly. love him. It, um, instead, it was Griffin Falter, yeah. <laughs> who, who we only know about through some because newspapers at the beginning and is Johnny Depp. So and I his kind of hair at the start. Did you see his no, hair? No, we at the know beginning? him. Griffin yeah. He's like a really famous dark wizard. But we never saw him. Oh, is he? Yeah, we, we've heard of him from the book. So yeah. you guys know more Actually, than I Actually, in one of the films, I don't remember which one it was, he was played by Jamie Campbell Bower, who was like the ultimate hottie. Oh, yeah, he was him yeah. when he was younger, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's in the movies? Yeah, yeah like for like, like two seconds. Self, yeah. Okay. He yeah. was like Dumbledore's nemesis. Can I say, um, the stuff I loved in particular was when they first go inside the briefcase and you get this sort of <gasps> first yeah, hand so It was like the like fourth movie when they're at um, the Quidditch World Cup. Yeah. And they go into the big tent. It was just like and being like, in Whoa. the best zoo ever. That's and I loved true. all the optical illusions in yeah, there. The good. way like they, it looked like they were in an Arizona. The special effects. Oh yeah, they were my amazing. Days. Oh, we Incredible. saw it in 3D, we need to say. And the 3D was amazing. Uh, my eyes the, were hurting. Some of the effects were good. But actually, I, I have a criticism about it. I thought it was very, very dark. This is a very darkly shot It was too dark Movie And the 3D adds that extra dark level And uh, parts When they were in Wherever the magic uh, Ministry place There was just like Anytime anything was dimly lit I was squinting Yeah I really? found it quite distracting Well you guys both yeah. wear glasses I yeah. believe that We do the really cool Like double glasses And we're old yeah. Jazzy so <laughs> When you know who Colin Farrell is yeah. Your back starts hurting My back was really <laughs> back was Hurting through that whole thing ridiculous. Uh, Can I also point out, right? I thought it was so weird. And I know I said I'm not the biggest Eddie Redmayne fan, and like, of course he was good in it because he's a good actor, but he was great. He only stands or presents himself in profile. He always has one hunched shoulder, he's always standing in profile or with his head down. It's really weird. Really? Yeah, but he's the same in Lame Is. He's the same in. What else have I seen him in? I've seen him in a couple of things and he is literally the same Really? I thought that was just the character that was meant to be like Yeah, that's the so. character, right? He's a very anxious person. He holds himself He just reminds anxiously. me of my friend George. No, I just think somebody told him once that in profile he looks his best and then he just can only act in profile. That would make sense. <laughs> because it's really no, it weird. Like, rewatch that movie sense. and find me one scene where he's looking <laughs> straight at the camera. It's What's your what's your red main beat? Oh, I forgot it's genetics. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you I can't help good. it. But I did, it's funny, Jazzy, that you said you thought he was really awkward. I thought he didn't play it awkward enough. What? I thought he either wasn't awkward enough or he wasn't charismatic. He enough. was Napoleon Dynamite level awkward. Did you think? Yeah, yeah, he was shuffling around. He couldn't make eye contact with anyone. He was basically doing his whole like Stephen Hawking shtick. He wasn't what? Yes, what are you doing? How is that Stephen Steve, Stephen Hawking shtick? <laughs> it's like a tongue like twister. He was just doing his thing. Like I want to see him do something different. So your point is that Eddie Redmayne is the same in every movie. Yeah. Um. Okay, I I disagree because you need to see Jupiter ascending, in which oh, yeah. he, he is the hammiest. <laughs> 
<laughs> I have heard that's of all ham. the worst movie I was ever. planning on seeing that movie, but then someone told me it was really, really bad. Oh, it's awful, but actually it's worth it to see uh, Eddie Redmayne, like, prosciutting it up the place. And uh, oh, it's did amazing. Did he go face on in that movie, or was it just profile? <laughs> <laughs> there was was big nose. No, just profile. He's only ever looking to the side. <laughs> we also need to talk about like how cool it was that it was all set in New York. I know we kind of briefly touched. The on setting it, was great. Like when they go into the nightclub and yeah. it's like the house elves and the goblins. Like and it it's was like, really but it's cool. like prohibition style. Yeah. I, d- I loved. It. I d- it's just great. It's like I love that 1920s New York prohibition era anyway. And then it's like mix it with the Harry Potter world. And it's the like fashion was on point, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So cool. Was cool. So what do we think? Like, I was trying to think as I was watching it, like, who's the same Jack? Because I think, like, the Harry Potter audience at this point is, like, very broad, right? You've got very young people and much older people interested. It certainly was more grown up than the Harry Potter Well, here movies. we have th- two, a 32-year-old, a 31-year-old, and a 17-year-old, and we all loved it. No, so. but the thing is, like, up to, like, I think halfway through the movie, I was about to turn to Cathy and go, this is like a light sort of comedy kind of thing you'd watch on a board night. And then at that moment, something happened, and I was like, "Oh, never mind. This movie's dark." Yeah, oh, it got was it darker. The, it got yeah, all, really dark. All so the like, stuff with the the Satan people. Satan. Salem. <laughs> what were they called? Salem. The Salem Oops. witch hunter people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that the core, like the core concept, was really cool, and it's like pure J.K. Rowling's in, um, like imagination, like Jazzy was saying, was that idea of a child who, when the magic is contained within them because they're not allowed to use it becomes this very evil dark force yeah and that's I kind that of deep, really you know? interesting yeah and we've yeah. never that's not anything that we've um, seen her do before so I love that she just took she's just like creating completely new ideas because a lot of people if they're I mean obviously she is given huge free reign and so much money with this but you know like w- the books we read them all you know they're very similar like over and over again in brilliant ways the play we saw was the sequel so again it was tapping into all the same stuff so to see just complete free range of the prequel was really cool and it was just all new stuff yeah and I like with um, often the problem with prequels is that they have their their direct prequels to a larger story for instance Star Wars is the prequels are the story of Darth Vader so we know this end point yeah. but these are all new characters mm-hmm. in a we new world we just heard the mentioning in passing exactly. and that his girlfriend one of the Lestranges who we know they're evil so we know she was yes. mean to him do you know one <laughs> thing that's still <laughs> bugging me what? you know that kid called Credence mm-hmm. Credence Clearwater Revival yes him I was like wasn't his surname Clearwater am I getting my fandoms mixed up <laughs> no that's a band <laughs> and I was just so confused where did he come from What? what is this person so he, he sounds was really familiar he oh you think he's in the bigger oh, Harry Potter universe? Yeah, I've definitely heard of him. Oh, I oh can we can we comment on okay, the let's fact go back that he read died? All the Harry Potter books. Did he die? Can I well, Google it? You can't Google it while we're podcasting. Sorry. Uh. You, well, you can if you're really quick. Um, I don't think it will work though. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, I, d- it, I think he's dead, isn't he? Well, he I must don't know. be. And how about there was some sort of weird vibes going on with him and Colin Farrell down that alleyway as well? I thought Colin Farrell was his father. I thought Colin Farrell was molesting him. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, Kathy. That escalated quickly. Yeah, well, that's what I thought they were kind of trying to hint at, but without going there. The movie's dark there. enough. You don't, yeah, um, you don't need to add that. When to Colin Farrell turned into Johnny Depp, I literally was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good plot twist, even though it was kind of predictable. It was, yeah. I didn't see that coming. And I didn't see the fact that Credence was the child. They, they led us down the garden no, path. No, at first I was like, so obviously the young kid, who, FYI, looks exactly like Jasmina <laughs> when she was a kid, which is really good <laughs> for Jazzy. Um, but then I was like, actually, it's not going to be her, because that's too obvious but I thought it might be the okay. other the girl the older girl 
But um, he was good. I liked his hair because it was like the He's ultimate familiar, haircut of no an emo freak. When the mother died, I was so happy. Yeah. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, you deserve good. to be dead. She was very hateable. Oh, another cool magic thing we've never heard of before was how they death sentence wizards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they invite you into happy memories into a pool and let you just fall Sorry, into the abyss. Can we just say that was horrifying? Yeah, that was horrifying. That's just disgusting. <laughs> and then, like, what a way to die, this giant black pool engulfs you no I don't think that's how you're supposed to die I think it started going wrong oh I think you're supposed to be embraced into your mother's arms or whatever um, can I just bring up a, 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 an issue I had um, what was the point of John Voight's character and the the senator and the two brothers yeah that was a bit weird the media wasn't it? mogul is, are they uh, is that just set up for later movies in which case I feel like I have a feeling that was just like to make it more impo- to make it seem more important that like one of the brothers wait was he the one that was meant to be elected as who president president yeah yeah like he was killed by this evil thing why because earlier on he called him a freak and took his leaflets off him in that oh, office yeah. oh yeah yeah okay that makes oh, sense. I love that you both missed that yeah. you're like why forgot. is he targeting this lovely senator no, I also I lovely. cannot take John Voight seriously did you see he started a twitter account just to be a pro Trump campaigner are you yeah. serious yes oh my god and do you know who John Voight is no. So he's, <laughs> he's, the dad. he's the older, he was like the dad who owned the newspaper. Oh, yeah, I figured that out. And he's, he's actually like Nicholas' dad. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he's the Colin. Fun. We can just explain all these old You people. learn things every day. He's the Colin Farrell of the 60s. <laughs> oh, he's not. Um, the, I must say, one thing this film reminded me of throughout the whole thing was Men in Black for some reason. Really? Think about it. Um, have you seen Men in Black? No, but you I know should. what it's, it's really about. good. I know what um, it's about. So it's it's all about this this world that exists behind New York that's regulated by um, a, d- a department of investigators, um, and the whole thing is about wiping, like mass destruction memories, through the cities yeah. of New York, trying to giant aliens running amok, and then they wipe people's memories. It felt very like it in in many yeah, regards. Yeah, I see that. Do you know what the end of it felt like to me? And it wasn't because we'd just been talking about it. Suicide Squad. I was like, this what? is the end of Suicide Squad oh. when they're ca- trapped in that stupid room with Carla Delevingne, and there's all this stupid special effects going on. Like at the very end, I thought that was a bit silly. Okay. When they're all in the subway. Yeah, I think the way when they I were f- when they were like fixing all of the buildings like magically. Yeah, it was nice special effects, but I think it was a bit too long. Yeah, and it was like, all right, so like we, know, can do we understand that? that you fixed it. Okay, yeah. like carry on with the story. I did love this the symbolism of that beautiful animal um, being set free while also containing the human muggles. Can we talk about some of the animals? Uh, first of all, I loved the little um, sort of platypus thing that oh, was yes. a kleptomaniac. Oh yeah, Platy- that platypus me too. maniac. Like if you know that animal has a tendency to like come out of your suitcase at a moment's notice, secure it. Put no, it in a cage. because it's hilarious hijinks. No, I just thought that was. If really I was funny. carrying around a briefcase that had <laughs> ultimate hilarious hijinks uh, potential, I would just let it happen. No, but it was like he was neither—he <laughs> was neither smart enough to contain them. And you know the little like he had to tickle him so he'd let go of all the gold. Yeah, yeah. that was cute. That, that was, was great. So cute. I love that little thing um, that hid in his pocket. It was like a grasshopper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was uh, that was exactly no, like a uh, Groot. It was like Groot. Yeah, yeah. It was baby Groot. And what about him? Um, I love the goblin that he met in the in the bar 
who was like an informer. <laughs> he was cool. He that was New- very. I think a bit of the, more York. of that New York cop stuff could have been a bit of fun. I loved all that. There were certain points in the movie where I was like, forgot it was set in the twenties because so much of Harry Potter isn't really set in our present and in our world anyway. But Harry it looks Potter's kind of set in old. the 80s, 90s, isn't it? I know that, but you know when you're watching it and they're in Hogwarts, it could be set any time because there's no technology. Oh, or that's So true. a lot of this, I felt like, oh, they could do a bit more 20s with it. One thing, one, one other creature I really liked was the invisible uh, Yoda sloth. guy. Yeah, he looks yeah, exactly he like a sloth. Was he not a sloth? I thought he was a sloth. Yeah, it was the very sloth-like. sloth that could predict the future. Yeah, that yeah. was cool when well, he saw cool. the future right But they didn't do enough with that. He, he did because he jumped on, um, what's his name, Jacob the Polish guy who made donuts, um, and he <laughs> protected his head. Did you see? He jumped oh, on him okay. and he protected him from the big dragon. Cool, I didn't spot that. Um, no, did you think he was Polish? I thought he was um, like well, Italian. Well, his name Kowalski. He oh. had a, and then he Mina is Polish, so <laughs> she would know. <laughs> and his name was Jacob, which is like easily translatable. And... Oh, he did say his nanny used to give him those recipes, didn't he? Yeah, and like it's very typical of like Polish grandmas to like make homemade donuts and like perfect little buns. And his dream was to make like open his own bakery for his grandma. So I'm betting he's Polish. Okay, good guess. We'll have to look it up. And also, can we just say the ending was so sweet with him and his girlfriend when she walked into the bakery? She was she was actually my favorite character in the whole thing. I thought she was so nice and so cool and I loved her power of reading people's thoughts she's like don't worry everyone thinks that about me when they first meet me yeah <laughs> basically how sexy she is the character I thought the characters were all great yeah. I love the setting I love the amount I think we, we're just gushing about this film yeah. now but what we, about the character of the aura the sister I, I found her the least interesting yeah I think it's just her and her and him have both such low energy that when they were together on screen it was like a bit dull well she was also no, hard I, to sympathise with because she turned them all in she turned him in and then she was like <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry for this I'm yeah. so sorry knew about your creatures like no you're not stop lying <laughs> yeah. why are you lying it's like no we're all facing the death penalty now so apology not accepted yeah nobody <laughs> seemed to mind that at all like she was obviously just trying to get her aura position back but like yeah um, but the best the most fun was when they were initially jumping into the suitcase that scene was really cool oh yeah. I love that yeah okay we're, uh, we're home now so let's wrap it up um, I think we all loved it um, if you loved it or if you've anything you want to take issue with uh, like Kathy's briefcase issue <laughs> um, tweet us at the cinemile or you can email us thecinemile at gmail Dot com. Jazzy, thank you so much for coming out. You are welcome. And come to the cinema. We're so us. excited. And now Jazzy's coming to our house for a sleepover. Yay. Yeah. This is a good evening. Um, and I must say, you not only provided a very important Gen Z insight, but you also gave us some cultural context there with oh the, the Polish God. bakery. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And also, now I know <laughs> why. so important. My future stepmother fancies Colin Farrell. I never knew that. Yes. Yeah. There you go. You just found What's something out. Colin Firth. Same thing. Colin Firth, yeah. She likes anyone called Colin. Yeah, she thinks they're really hot. Shout out okay. to Ella if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> she won't be. And yeah. all the Collins of the world. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, and um, please, if you like us, follow us on, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really like that. Yeah, and we're on Facebook as well. Yeah. All right, that's a, so many plugs. So many plugs. Do you want to plug right. anything, Jazzy? Shout out to the cinema. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. All okay. right. Bye. Right fact is if the bird Why the drug gets snapped up